on for the show today. Sorry, we're starting a little bit late. I think we are 10 minutes into the day on Instagram Live and on Facebook Live. Thanks very much for tuning into the show today. How was your weekend? I trust you guys had an interesting one like I did. Anyways, I mean, um, it was shooting weekend uh, at TVC for the Continental Kids Show, the program uh, co-hosts. Uh, that airs every week. That if you don't know about CKS as Continental Kids Show, please uh, get the young ones to tune in and watch it every Tuesday and Thursday by 4:30 p.m. I is the creative partner, and I co-host that show as well. So get your kids to watch that. They can learn quite a lot from the program on TVC. All right, guys. So how's um, how's your Monday going? Anyways, I hope the the day is off to a great start. All right, because I know no matter what happens in the weekend, once Monday enters, everything changes. Now, there's something I wanted to say today. Uh, first, uh, thanking everybody for joining us. I currently see Ross Kent, Salayemele, and Solomon Oyema, Akio Safile joining in. Solo Baba, thanks for tuning in. That's what I was Kent. So, uh, it's been a great two years plus of doing this show. So, a special thanks to everybody out there that's been watching, all our participants, uh, our viewers, and all that, everything. Uh, thank you very much for uh, tuning on to the show this while. Yes, I'm looking at you, Bros. Kent. I'm looking at you. And also my co-host, um, Kalejai. Thanks very much for doing that. And then uh, all the guests who were on the show, thanks a gazillion for being on. Let's looking forward to more of your presence on the show. And we have one of the guests even tuning in, Tunde Mo Aguda. Tunde Baba says, Audi. Tunde, how are you doing? Good afternoon. And Akurede Baloku is also watching on Facebook Live. Okay, so... Thanks a billion for doing that. For all you guys have been there this past two years watching the show, commenting, contributing, and asking questions, and enlightening each other on how to create better in our respective creative field. It's been an awesome period. Yes, looking forward to a lot more time with you guys on the show. Uh, if you're just tuning in for the first time, well, thanks a million for that. Uh, we have Abiola Gulano. Ah, Brasak, Abiola, how you doing? So thanks for watching. Um, if you're tuning in for the first time, you can view this uh, episode and past episodes on my page on Facebook, or you can log on to www.anchor.fm. All right, so with that said, today's topic, a very strange one, boredom. Yes, boredom and the creative mind. We have Kishi, Kishi Dome, okay, Kishi Domo Dagaru. I'm sure that's some Japanese name out there. Kishi Domo Dagaru joining on Instagram Live. Thank you very much for tuning in. So the topic today is boredom. It's a funny topic. But it's a fact of life. We all get bored at some points, okay? I mean, uh, creators block, uh, writers block, whatever you may call it, it happens. Now, the, the reasons go around like, um, why, why do we get bored? Is it because of our daily routines uh, or that we have just created all there is to create? Maybe I've just totally explored all there is to explore in life and then we get bored with the rest of things. One way or the other, boredom happens. So the question we're asking ourselves today is, how do we, uh, as creative persons, deal with boredom? Can we avoid boredom completely? I mean, what, what exactly is boredom, all right? And then can we avoid it? Should we even avoid it? Uh, should we even avoid it? Now, what if I tell you that boredom is actually great for creativity? Hmm? Boredom is actually great for creativity. The minute I found this out, actually, knowing that I've been experiencing it, I mean, I used to think that I can never get bored, and I wondered why, until I came across reasons why um, boredom happens. But how you use it is what matters on how it helps your creativity or uh, removes uh, or decreases your creative output. So let's find out by looking at the following things on the, uh, on the subject today. First, we'll be trying to understand 
boredom. What exactly is it? All right, and that's another thing. I think we all say we're bored, we're this boredom happens, but do we exactly know what boredom is? How does it work? All right, then why do you get bored as an individual? How does the process of boredom set in into uh, your activity as a creative person? And then how can you use boredom to your advantage? And that leads us to number four uh, questions or uh, topic that we'll look at today, getting bored the right way. How to consciously, as a person, get bored. All right, how to get bored the right way, okay? So we're looking at those four things, understanding boredom, uh, why you get bored, and then using boredom to our advantage, and then getting bored the right way. Okay, let's get into it as usual for everything we do. Uh, this is not a lecture, it's a conversation. So if you have a question, comments, or contribution, please put it in the comment section. We'll do our best to answer it, and then hopefully somebody else might even see it and completely uh, key into it and be able to um, get your answer for you. So, uh, Bros. Biola says, I'm chill, more power to you. Thank you very much, Biola. And then Ronke Aliu Ajay is tuning in on Facebook as well. Thanks for watching. We had a little post on Instagram there just a few seconds ago. Um, okay, the art of acting just joined on Instagram. Acting, thanks for tuning in. So, let's get into it. All right. Now, understanding boredom. What exactly is boredom? By, uh, by, um, Dictionary definition to bore uh, means to talk or interact with someone to the extent that that person loses interest. All right, other than the other definition, which means to drill a low a hole, boredom to bore means to talk or interact with someone to the point where that person loses interest in the conversation, in the engagement, in the particular situation you're in. Now, the key phrase there is lose interest to the point where somebody loses interest in what is going on. So. It shows that bottom is when uh, um, bottom is a state of loss of interest. You are bored when you are just not interested. That point where you find nothing sparks your thoughts or interest in any meaningful way, that is boredom. All right. So it, it basically has to do with interest. Somehow your mind, your brain, your thoughts are not connecting with whatever information or engagement or situation you find yourself in at that point in time. And that is what we call boredom. So why do we get bored? With that understanding, why do we get bored? What's the process? How, how does that, what are the reasons uh, for boredom? All right. Here are a couple of reasons why we as creative persons or even generalized human beings get bored. Number one, routine are set in instead of process. Number one, routine as set in instead of process. Now for clarity, routine is doing the same things at the same time in the same steps towards the same goals. While process is doing different steps at different times to achieve the same goal. Where routine sticks to its schedule, process sticks to results. Okay? Routine doesn't look at what is achieved at the end of the day. It looks at just do it. We put this here, after this, after that, and this, and this. Just do it that way, the same way every day. It doesn't matter whether you are, the, the, the result is getting better or not, or even if the result is achieved at all. You're just doing things as you are expected to do, all right? So that, that is one of the reasons why you get bored, your routine has set in, okay? All right, hold on a second. Let's get the people on Instagram in so that we don't lose them out there, okay? Yes, we're still in there. So that's number one. Number two. Results are not what you expected or when you expect it, all right? You get bored when you're doing things and you're not getting the right kind of result that you want. Maybe you're in a conversation and you hope this conversation will go in this way or you hope it will achieve this and it's not. 
It's just not, it doesn't seem to be going in, in the way you expect it to go. Of course, your mind begins to divert away from that place. You just don't want to be there anymore because you expected that conversation or that situation to have ended long before the time you are there. So it gets a bit boring at that point in time. Joseph Dyer joining on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Joseph. Okay, so that's number two. Results are not what you expected or when you expect it. Number three, everything looks finished. All right, this is a, a crazy one for creative persons out there. Everything looks finished. It looks like you have achieved all there is to achieve at that point in time. Okay, it's more like, uh, okay, you wanted to create that, or you've done it, or you wanted to do that, you've done that, you wanted to read this, you've read that. Um, um, okay, everything looks done. Apparently, you seem to have achieved all set goals and have no immediate goals. So presently, anything that happens to you is not on your target list, it's not on your goals list, so you do not have any kind of interest in those things at that point in time. Okay, so one of the reasons why you get bored is everything looks finished. That's number three. Number four, and this one is situational, right? And it can happen, and it happens a lot more at meetings. You have overstayed your welcome in a job, a career, a project, a situation, or an event, or a meeting. Number four is you have overstayed your welcome. When you are in a position where the time you expected it to take has been overshot by several minutes and sometimes hours. So you went to this meeting thinking, okay, we'll talk about the topic, the brief, and then everybody goes back to the office and start work. But the meeting drags on. Uh, on and uh, on. So basically, you get bored. You just lose interest in whatever is going on in that space at that point in time. Note that the first definition for understanding boredom is the fact that you lose interest in that particular situation, that event, that process, that talk, that job, that career, whatever. If you get bored in any situation, it means one of those these four things is happening to you or all of them. You are either one, or you have let routine set in, two, the results are not exactly what you're expecting or happen when you expect them. Number three, everything looks achieved or finished. You look, it looks like you have done everything there is to do and there's nowhere else to go. And number four, you have stayed too long doing that same thing. All right? Either it's a situation, a conversation, or a meeting. Whatever it is, you have stayed too long. Now, uh, another reason we keep getting bored is this. Um, this one is, is the exact opposite of some of the ones we are uh, outlined right now. We get bored often because we avoid boredom, all right? We don't deal with boredom or use it. Once boredom comes in, we rush to get out of it as soon as we feel it, all right? Then let, let's look at it in video. For all of us out there, creative persons and, and everybody alike, what do you tend to do most when you get bored with any activity or situation? That's, I mean, there's some core things. You pick up your phone and then you do social media or you pick up a magazine or you go clubbing or you get drunk or do something you have never done before. Just anything but getting bored. You'd rather not get bored. So immediately that feeling comes in, you set out of it. You, saw, you do everything you can to get out of it. And oh, you often do things that are less productive, less creative in any way, but just basically to distract you. We get distracted fast. So we don't deal with the problem, and it keeps recurring. Omodara, it's been a while, Omodara. Thanks very much for joining on Instagram Live. Dara, good to see you. <laughs> class captain is here. All right, class captain, welcome to the class. Okay, so now, uh, that's bad for creativity. When you avoid boredom, you only make matters worse. Okay, so how can you now, with all of this, 
use boredom to your advantage. I'm going to just try and give you some um, uh, scientific background for why boredom is good for you. A lot of research has been going on in the background about boredom and creativity and how things tend to happen well. Researchers have found out that a passive or so-called boring activities such as reading or attending meetings at work can lead to more creativity. That's because being bored can promote daydreaming. All right, which allows us to make new innovative connections in our brain and the information we possess. It's a novel concept to accept in the modern workaholic world. Scientists know that um, everybody wants to work as hard as they can and push as much work as they can out there. But realizing that, look, boredom promotes daydreaming. It allows your mind to wonder. If you lose an interest in any situation you're in, you want to be anywhere else but where you are. And you cannot be physically anywhere else. The next best thing is your mind goes out of that place. So you're mentally out of that place and you're wondering, okay? And that allows us to make new and innovative connections in the information that we have gathered over the years. We have um, VIX001 tuning in on Instagram, like VIK and VIX. Oh, Victor, hi there, Vic. Welcome, Shagun. Thanks for joining us. So, and the problem psychologists, um, that psychologists worry actually, that the problem is these days we do not wrestle with those slow moments. We do not try to engage those periods in which we are bored all right we eliminate boredom fast we try to extinguish every moment of boredom in our lives with mobile devices and everything else all right now the bad thing is when we do that it relieves us temporarily but shuts down the deeper thinking that can come from staring down the doldrums all right when you when you um, distract yourself with your mobile phone or with other things to get out of boredom it's very much like eating junk food all right, it might give you the sugar rush, it might give you something to keep your mind busy for that point in time, but you avoid the deeper thinking that actually helps you create better. Remember when we talked about creativity from the beginning of the show in the earlier part, talking about finding a link between two or more things that people they add no links towards solving a problem. Oftentimes, those links are created or are found in the moments of least activities when you're not working, when you're sleeping, when you're doing nothing. It's often when the brain is able to connect the dots and bring those things together. All right. So the essence here is boredom seems to be the um, I like it, the cooking pot of creativity. It's at that point in time that your brain is throwing information around from other sources beyond where you are presently at that point in time. Your brain is looking for more stimulation in a variety of places and trying to put them together towards creating something. So we avoid it. That's what psychologists worry about. That because we avoid it, it's going to cause a lot more problems. Now, you might also look at it this way. I mean, I'm sure we have observed it, that a lot of the best ideas we come for that come for us as creative persons often come um, um, like away from those boring meetings. Like your mind is completely away from the meetings, and that's when you usually get the best ideas. But maybe something else completely. You are in the meeting for project A, and then you are bored with that particular meeting, and there, right there, while you are sitting listening to everybody talk about everything about the psychology or whatever, whatever, customer demand and demographics and all that, you are busy concocting a great idea for another project completely, away from that point. See, your mind is looking for stimulation in other sources, so it happens. The best ones often come at uh, the times when you are not actively involved in that thing you are trying to get done. So. Finding by researchers at the University of Central Lancashire, uh, Lancashire suggests that boredom uh, felt during uh, passive activities like reading or reports or reading reports or attending tedious meetings heighten the daydream effect, okay, on, on creativity. So that means the more passive the boredom, the more likely the daydreaming and the more 
creative you could be afterwards. Note this. Your creativity comes after the boredom. All right? So basically, what your mind is doing at that point of boredom is musing information. Musing information, and immediately you're out, something clicks, and you have it working for you. Okay? So now, boredom is suggested that, uh, it's suggested that boredom motivates people to approach new and rewarding activities. In other words, an idle mind will seek a toy, something to play with, something to just uh, turn around, something to play with, to get a different direction completely for whatever it is you're doing at that point in time. So uh, uh, your mind in its own is programmed to use your boredom downtime for its own creative process. All right, let me say that again. Your mind as a human being is automatically programmed to seek its own creative output, its own creative processes once you get bored. The bad part uh, the bad part of this is as human beings, once we get bored, we seek to get the mind to do something else other than what it is automatically designed to do. All right. So bottom boost or bottom can boost creativity because of how you prefer to elevate it. It depends on you. So how we handle boredom is what determines how well it helps us create better. So looking at that, then we can talk about how boredom. Uh, can be used right. How to get bored the right way. What and what do you need to do as a creative person to ensure that your boredom is intentional, all right? And then when it comes, even when it's not intentional, you are able to use that boredom appropriately. Not one thing that is said in this process. The one thing boredom does for you is it allows you to daydream, okay? Keep that in mind. Your boredom time, the time you are bored the most is actually when your mind is at the as its most imaginative okay so that brings us to something at its core boredom is a search for neural simulation that isn't satisfied let's take that on at the core of boredom is the fact that it's your your mind your body is searching for stimulation that is not satisfied your brain is searching for something to spark its fire something to 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 get it to process better whatever information is going on around it and then it's failed to do so. It does not find any information coming in useful towards striking that fire up. And then, of course, it is unable to process its already acquired information while loading up on essentially useless data. So basically, you are standing in a boring environment, you're standing in a boring meeting, uh, sitting at a boring uh, place like waiting in line at the grocery store or waiting for someone at their office, just sitting down doing nothing. If the new data that's coming in is not useful for it, your brain seeks. Um, stimulation elsewhere. So keeping that in mind. Now, um, the solution is in the fact that if we can't find external stimulus, our mind will create it. All right? The way to get bored the right way is to understand that core fact. First, that boredom is when your mind searches for stimulation externally and then is unable to get that stimulation satisfied. It's not able to get it. But the saving grace, the good thing here is your mind is automatically programmed to create that stimulation of its own. Basically, it is going to be that period in time that your brain digs into itself, begins to use past information that you already have, that you have a hard time to process all this while, and begin to put them together, trusting them around into imaginative things. That is when you can imagine a flying car. And then oftentimes, have you ever noticed this as a creative person? You are in a meeting, you are in an exam hall, you have finished your papers and things actually are not working. I mean, more like um, things are just not happening. You're sitting down there waiting for everybody to finish so that you can submit your papers and you're sitting down doing nothing. Then you start to doodle. 
You're not even thinking about it. You just pick up a pen and you're right there, pen in hand, scribbling things on paper. And at the end of the day, you found out that those things you wrote down, those sketches, those lines, actually make some very beautiful patterns and impressions, things that would actually be useful for you much later. Doodling tends to uh, be the best form of creative expression for most creatives out there. Just sitting down there in the middle of a meeting and drawing lines, just drawing lines. And at the end of the day, those lines become something completely awesome because your mind, without any kind of push whatsoever, will seek a way to stimulate itself towards creativity at any point in time. So now, knowing that boredom uses, um, uh, knowing boredom, I mean, sorry, knowing that, let's talk about how to use boredom right. Now, to use boredom right, you need to remember two key things. Boredom, first and foremost, sparks creativity. That's if you use it right, the, the, the purpose of boredom for your brain is to spark creativity. And then being bored is actually a boost for your mental health. All right? So that means uh, when you get bored, you get a boost for your mental health. Here's how it works. Now, boredom can spark your creativity and problem solving by allowing the mind to wander and daydream. Remember we talked about it earlier on now, that uh, boredom means someone talks to you or engage you to the point where you lose interest. Basically, you're trying to get something from that person, you're listening and you're focusing on what they're saying and it's just not connecting. And at some point, you basically wish you were somewhere else instead of where you are at that point. So your mind wanders. Your mind wants to go away, and oftentimes it goes away. I'm sure it has happened several times. Okay, so Mr. Tony, you remember what we were saying? And you're like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I remember knowing fully whether well you were not listening at all to whatever was going on at that point in time. All right? So at that point when your mind is wandering and daydreaming, that is when you can actually solve problems better there's no other way of getting that stimulation so you have to go into your head all right you're sitting in the conversation you're sitting in a place you have achieved something but now there's nothing else to do and you are bored to out of your mind the first thing is i think that phrase actually works well you are bored out of your mind you are so bored your mind you go literally out of your body to be somewhere else to make this happen so your mind daydreams and begins to come up with its own stimulation, and that is when creativity happens, okay? Now, because of that, because now you are actually going inside, going inward towards finding a solution to whatever it is that's going on in front of you, boredom is good for your mental health. Daydreaming can be quite a respite, I mean, and provide you a brief escape from day-to-day -day life. We all know that life is as tough as it can possibly be. There's a lot of things going on around you at any point in time, demanding your attention, demanding your focus, demanding that you I may mean, attend to them at one point or the other. Daydreaming, fostered by boredom, can actually be the escape your mind needs, a way to sort of like unwind a little bit. You're so wound up as a person, you have to create, you have to do this, you have to do that. <gasps> Pause. Turning on your imagination, and daydreaming has no limits. That is the good thing about that point. At that point in time, you will do anything. Your mind will create anything, no matter how foolish it may sound or how impossible it looks at that point in time. Your mind is literally just floating, all right? Not connected to anything practical, but more about your imagination. And that's stepping away from your screens, from your work, from other stresses, from other things that might actually be bringing the boredom long enough to add shows that to actually help your mind get better. Okay, now when you keep 
constantly stimulating your mind. External stimulants constantly. Any little time you're bored, you get on your phone. Anytime you're bored, you want to watch a movie. Anytime you want to read, you want to do this. Constant stimulation can actually affect your mind because it does not have time to process the information that's coming in. But the boredom period, that downtime, is like a respite for your mind. It just basically takes that time to go into itself and begin to rearrange information. For all that might remember, we've talked about it earlier on regarding um, creativity. The best times to create is the imagination process, the uh, what-if process of creativity. And that is where your boredom comes in. That is where your mind begins to actually process things differently. Because once you begin to ask, hmm, what if I wasn't here right now? What if I could just actually leave this conversation or leave this work or leave this project or leave this particular environment right now? What would I like to go? And your mind begins to pick it up. And then because you have absolutely zero limitations on what's going on at that point in time, you're free. And you are not under any kind of pressure to make any kind of achievement at that point in time. That is the most distressing activity you can possibly do for yourself. All right. Now, with those outlines, here are a few tips on getting bored the right way. Okay. Uh, note this do not confuse boredom with relaxation. All right. For a lot of us, we think being bored means being relaxed. No. Um, a purposefully tranquil activity, such as yoga or meditation, it's not you being bored. It's you relaxing, you know, doing yoga, praying, meditating. That's relaxation. That relaxes you. All right? That is not boredom. Um, that doesn't conquer, fall into the economic. You are not losing interest when you're doing yoga, right? And you're not, you have not lost interest when you're praying. Okay? So don't, don't fall under uh, boredom. Boredom requires that you absolutely have no interest in what is going on, which means you are disconnected from what is happening around you at that point in time. So here's a few tips. Number one, pick a non-thinking activity. An activity that requires little or no concentration, like walking a familiar route. You know, you know that thing, it happens. Somebody just wants to clear their head, wants to uh, take their minds off things, wants to, because they are bored, just take a walk. Basically walking is, is like autopilot, just walk, all right? Conference is watching on Facebook. Thanks very much for tuning in. Remember your questions and comments are really welcome. If you have any question or an observation or share your experience about boredom, please put it in the comment section. Let's see if somebody can learn from that as well. So simply letting your mind wander without music or stimulation to guide it is awesome. Something that does not require you to use your brain consciously. If you are walking, just hand in pockets, staring at nothing and knowing nothing, greeting nobody, just walk, all right? A non-thinking uh, activity or something that just, even like just sitting down and closing your eyes. No meditation, you are not humming, you are not trying to carry your mind into, you are not consciously choosing anything for your mind to do. You just allow your mind to wander. No thinking required. That's the first thing to do on getting bored the right way. Pick a non-thinking activity. Number two, Unplug. In this world of mobile phones, computers, laptops, tablets, or whatnot, where everything is connected, that can be a hard call. However, it is an important call, something that you must make. Unplug. All right? Our cultural attachment to phones and, and all the gadgets that we're connected to is uh, both destroying our ability to get bored and preventing us from being truly entertained. 
Do you get how that works? That's, that's from a scientific point of view. Excuse me. Our attachment to our devices is doing two things to us. First, it is uh, staving away boredom, that period when your mind is doing nothing, and at the same time, making it difficult for you to get entertained. I mean, look at it. How long does your entertainment on social media really last? All right? You're always trying to swipe or scroll the bottom away, and doing it, you are actually making yourself more prone to boredom because the entertainment is short-lived. That thing you're using to distract yourself from boredom comes in small, small doses. Even if you're going to watch a TV series, you're going to binge watch it, you're only going to defy the boredom until later, and eventually it will come up, and then you want to defy it again, defy it again, constantly stimulating, trying to get out of it, avoiding that. So you're never, ever fully entertained because it doesn't end. All right? So it's a paradoxical situation. Now, so if we do not allow our mind to wander by uh, plugging in constantly, we're going to have issues. So number two thing you need to do to get bored the right way, unplug. Just turn off the phone, put it on silence, keep it away from you somewhere. Put it, put on, put off the TV, turn off the tablet, let Netflix rest for a while, and just do nothing. Okay. Now, there's something I need to point out here. Um, uh, okay. Now, this now that that leads us to number three things that we need to avoid while trying to get bored the right way. Number one, uh, we said pick a non-thinking activity to do to actually use your boredom well. So, like doodling. You see that doodling, uh, put your pen and paper, just don't think about what you want to draw, just put lines on paper. Whatever it is, whatever it comes, just put lines on paper, do something. That requires no thinking. Number two, unplug. Get your electronic devices away from yourself for a while. They might relieve the boredom for a bit, but they are basically consciously uh, uh, letting you lose your ability to process information internally towards being more creative so that is number three stop the addiction to distraction okay we're often distraction jun junkies we find ways to distract ourselves when we're bored and people we become addicted to it all right now constantly distracting ourselves become like um, a, a constant dopamine eat and uh, of something new and uh, new content the new post the new image the new video the new series or whatever that you get on our phone or social media and that keeps us constantly coming back for that distraction. This is dangerous in one major way. It changes our tolerance to boredom completely. It simply means the more you distract yourself, the longer you distract yourself for, the more of those distractions you are going to need to stay boredom away. So that means you're going to get bored faster. All right? Things that will bore you uh, will, will, will keep coming. And you are going to need more and more stimulation to get out of boredom. That will only make things worse. Okay? So uh, being completely uh, uh, plugged and constantly distracted by our devices and all the other things that we choose to fill our brain with instead of just letting the brain work its own magic changes our boredom, our boredom tolerance completely. And we constantly will now need more and more to stop being bored. Okay? So number four, use your small boredom periods well. How? Next time you find yourself in line at the supermarket or in a tedious meeting or killing time in a waiting room, resist the urge to pick out the phone and look through Instagram. Okay? You are bound to get bored. That one is a fact of life. And your brain, mood and work of environment might just improve if you use that period of time to just wonder. I have often found that the best ideas for me come from when I'm doing none of the thinking and just observing my environment, just looking at things around, looking at I'm in the supermarket waiting or I'm in 
someone is always waiting for them uh, to come in for a meeting or waiting for something to happen. And that's the point in time where I'm just looking at mundane things, all right? Uh, patterns on the ceiling, uh, counting dots on the rug, uh, checking out patterns on the, on the wall tile to see if I can spot the pattern. Just something that does not really achieve anything. It's not directly immediately productive. It's just nothing. Just letting your mind wander, okay? Oh, that's, oh, that line looks like a dog. Oh, that's this, oh, this. Letting your mind just wander. So stop the addiction to distraction and then use those short period of time, all right? When you get bored, the, the easiest one are when you're in traffic. Oh my goodness, that is a crazy one for most crazy. You are in traffic and you are unable to do just about anything. You are bored. However, that might be the best time for your mind to create the best things for you. Look, look out beyond the road, just look at the tiles, look at the, the tarred road, look at the railings, look at cars on the road. Oftentimes I do uh, games like that when I'm on the road. So at that point in time, I'm not really thinking, I'm just okay, counting how many brands of Toyota I can see in the period where they are passing and how many color red cars I can see while it's passing by. Anything, anything. Basically let your mind muse on information beyond that particular situation you are in. Okay, so now, now there's something else to find out. There are softwares that actually help you as creative persons uh, uh, deal with boredom or actually create intentional boredom. It is known uh, a lot of creative persons, actually uh, writers use a, an app called Freedom to create a level of non-distracted boredom in their day. You need to have that good old uh, quality, productive monotony. Okay, um, uh, not, not one other thing to note while we're doing this is that um, boredom is a tool, all right? Realize that from the very beginning, boredom, from everything we have talked about now, makes it clear, is just a tool. It happens to every human being. So what you do with it and how you treat it is what determines whether it's good boredom or bad boredom. Abel Agunana says, shapes and animals in the clouds is a good one. Yeah, just let your mind do mundane things, things that actually have nothing to do with projects or making money or achieving something in life. Just let it muse on things. Things unusual, things irregular. I mean, the girl, that girl's clothes look like it can be a superhero. Man, it should be a superhero somewhere. Oh my, anything. Just something to keep your mind fusing on information that you can actually work with towards creating something completely new away from where you are at that point in time. So the good type of uh, boredom, as we said, there are good, there's good boredom, there's bad boredom. The good type um, motivates you to see what can come out of that boredom. It's like, once your boredom is good, you are not busy um, focusing on the situation, all right? Good boredom takes itself out of that situation into a different area. Begins to just, it's more like, um, let, let me describe it in the most physical way I can. So uh, this is bad boredom. Bad boredom is in a situation and the person is just talking and then you really don't, yeah, you have less interest in the talk. So you say, you're like, look at his mouth, look at what he's saying. Why is this one, why is this one being so silly? Why is he saying this crazy thing to me right now? Why do I really want to hear this? What is that? That is bad boredom because now you're bored, but you're focusing still on that environment, on still that situation. That does not help you in any way. Good boredom, however, begins to take you away from that situation and is imagining, hmm, okay, so that means if I take that, okay, if I put that, oh, that's true. Yeah, that other project, maybe I can actually work with that and do this instead. Eh? Sorry, I might, you are still talking, I didn't know, because your mind is somewhere else. So bad boredom focuses still on the environment, focuses still on that situation that is causing the boredom, while good boredom motivates you to see what can come 
out of that boredom. Okay, so that the bad boredom is one that's called the lethargic boredom. That is the one that actually stops you from moving. It stops you from thinking. Stops you from imagining. All right, that one focuses too much on the negative and does not take you out to where you are going. Now, the goal for every creative person out there in all situations is to understand that first, you will get bored. It's it is a fact of life. All right. Number two. Do not seek to get out of boredom as fast as you can. Don't get out of it. Use your boredom. But before you can use it, quickly identify if your boredom is good or bad. If you find yourself focusing still on the situation or the environment or that particular thing that you're still doing, then you're experiencing bad boredom. Okay? Good boredom finds what you can do mentally, internally, towards creating more solutions to problems around you and your environment. So those are the things you need to look out for. Remember, the things that cause boredom in there, you might also find how to um, get rid of boredom, just to keep these things in mind. Let me repeat it again so that we can keep those things in mind. The reasons you get bored. What? Routine has set in instead of process. I think for most of us creative persons, that is a key factor, all right? Um, we think, Process is the problem, whereas half of the time, or more than half of the time, we're actually working with a routine. You wake up, you do this, then this, then this, then this, then this, to the end of the day. So you have a routine. Whereas what we should be working with as creative persons is process, creating steps of things you need to do towards achieving a goal, all right? Not things to do, steps. All right, and those steps are often not tangible work. It might be steps as in write these things down or consult with this person or then send this out to this person to do uh, things that help you make things happen. Say, for instance, the process for um, creating anything that you're trying to achieve is not routine. Uh, here's the, um, the process for digital painting. Uh, so basically, uh, for most people, they create a routine always says, do the black and white, contrast, then do the layers, then do the flats, then do this. They have that routine and they follow it every That is not going to work. But developing a process instead means that you can actually even interchange the steps and still achieve the next goals. All right? So you can skip the black and white contrasting and go straight to layers. You can skip the flat and do details on something before you even get the, uh, the black and white done. Oftentimes, your, your process can be do the most difficult first before the easier ones, or do the easier ones before the harder ones, or do the smaller pages first, do the action pages first before this page. It is no longer routine. You have a process that helps you achieve more. Routine doesn't necessarily focus on results. It focuses a lot more on just doing. Okay, that's number one. Number two, um, make sure that your results are clearly defined so that once you identify them as happening, you can immediately focus on them. And when they are not happening, you know what you need to do with your mind. And then number three, uh, for those times when everything looks finished, when it looks like you have achieved everything, that is because you have not set new goals. So as creative persons, you must constantly set yourself new goals. Start every week with what you're going to achieve for the rest of the week. Start every day with what you have to achieve for that day. Put it out. Get your process in, identify the ones that are key, important to you, and make them happen accordingly. And number four, don't stay longer than necessarily in anything that you're doing. Okay? Do not stay longer. And if you are doing a page and it's, uh, in digital painting, for instance, and it's taking you days, 
taking you longer hours, something you should have been able to do in one hour, you're still on it five hours later, yes, you're going to get bored. You will not want to paint any paint again. So ensure that you develop a process that makes things faster so that you can see your results faster and hence, ultimately, um, find things that would not take too much of your time to the point where you lose interest okay i'm sure a lot of us will have a lot of experience with regarding how boredom sets in but i hope uh, what we've been able to talk about today is actually going to help us in define our bored moments our boredom period and then how to use those bored period for our own creative uh, benefits okay making sure that boredom leads to better creative productivity than just being bored out of our wits and then in fact i think the other one i want to re-emphasize again is uh, keep quitting the distraction addiction, all right? As creative persons, we seek distraction every time, all right? It's almost as if we can't stay still in one place. So once something gets too stagnant, like we're staying in one place for 30 minutes, like, no, that's too much. I need to distract myself. And that distraction does not help. Oftentimes, it only makes it, uh, it, it shortens the time it takes for us to get bored. All right, so focus on that. Kunle Oladapo, Johnny Kunle Maba. It's been like forever. Kunle, thanks very much for watching on Facebook Live. Thanks for tuning in. So, with all of these guys, I hope we have been able to learn one or two things on how to ensure that our board period, our downtime, so to speak, is uh, allowed to take its natural course and we let our brain and mind actually take us on a journey of imaginative exploitations and explorations. So, just find out a lot more things to create. All right, so thank you very much again for tuning in and joining us uh, today, everybody on Instagram Live and on Facebook Live. It's always, always awesome having you guys on the show. I hope we've been able to share one or two things. If you still have questions or have a, contributing, a contribution to share with viewers, please put it in the comment section. I'm sure we can all learn from your experience or something that you have learned over the years. Thanks a million. Again, if you're just joining us for the first time, you can watch this episode on my page on Facebook, or you can log in to www.anchor.fm. That is A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to listen to podcasts or previous episode of the show, as well as this one, which will be uploaded shortly. So thanks again very much for tuning in. Now remember, whatever your Monday is, whatever it is that you have been able to do, the rest of the week, and indeed the rest of the year, is up to you. You alone can make it awesome. Go ahead and do that, and until we see you again next week, remember, you must always, whatever you do, create or die trying. I will see you guys next week. Have a wonderful week ahead.